welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Hey, L'Oreal. Hey, Eva. I love that shirt you got on. So cute. Thank you. It's a twofer that I got from Macy's almost a year ago. You look extra silky and extra beautiful today, sis. Thank you. You know, I'm just trying to keep up with my sis right here so we can Listen. take over the world together. You know how it goes. Let you know, you know, women, we girls, we run the world anyway. <laughs> but what's been running amok during this week? Oh my goodness. We got so much to undress. So apparently, Neo is allegedly involved in a four-way relationship. Not Ooh. three, but four. We're definitely going to have to unpack that. Plus, Sounds right. Jermaine Dupree, the one and only, the Southern King, him and Diddy may go head to head in a music battle. Take I'm that, looking forward that. to that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> and Biggie Smalls' daughter, Tayana Wallace, she posts her boyfriend $1 million bail for a crazy incident. And we definitely need to undress that. That's right. And speaking of undressing, she usually doesn't have pants on. Meg the Stallion says no <laughs> one will love her like her mother. And uh, it's a very touching, touching interview that she did. Also, you know, each and every week it goes down in my DMs, L'Oreal's DMs. We're going to see who's creeping up in there this time, which I've seen some crazy ones that I don't even think I could share. But we also have our final question to undress. And you know... This happened. And when you finally let that man go, you will realize that he had absolutely nothing to offer from day one, only lies and disappointments, which means that you had everything he wanted. He had nothing. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. don't get me started. Don't yep. get me started. Yep, it sure did. So it's going down to make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by none other than Macy's. And L'Oreal, speaking of Macy's, I feel mm -hmm. like I have the plug and the load. It is that time of year. It is the ultimate shopping event. Macy's ultimate shopping event has arrived just in time for everything you need to cozy up for the fall. So if you forgot to get the kids a couple of things for school don't worry because right now from august the 25th through august the 28th you get 25 percent off of regular sale and the clearance items plus that's crazy plus you get the percentage off the beauty items too 15 percent so hmm. that's 25 percent off of pretty much everything from clothing shoes handbags home decor appliances l'oreal you already know what you gotta do check out macy's.com our whole home our closet our bathroom our drawers our lace we want to get you lace like us so go Everything. over to macy's.com and get it for the low low right now for the ultimate shopping event I'm not going to lie, Macy's.com is up on my browser right now, and I've been <laughs> shopping as we've been talking. So, uh, pleasure. Yeah, I mean, come on now. You can't beat a good sale. And you know what else you can't beat? What can't can be? A four-way relationship. <laughs> oh, Oh, I, listen, oh, please I do can, tell. Yeah, listen, I don't even know, but Neo, apparently, this is his whole situation. A couple weeks ago, y'all know we talked about your girl. Yeah, Crystal Renee. Crystal Renee. We talked all about her. He's gonna uh, say Williams. We are gonna go back to the maiden now. Crystal damn, Renee Williams, baby. Damn. Okay, Miss Williams, if you're nasty. Mm. Well, she posted an Instagram post, you know, blasting Neo, her ex-husband or her soon-to-be ex-husband, and saying he was having extramarital affairs and rumored to have fathered a child with an outside skeezer. 
Well, I don't oh. know if she's a skeezer or if he's a skeezer. But skeet, skeet there's some skeet, skeet, skeet going on out here. <laughs> but there is some new, new going on, according to It's On Site. Neo is actually in an open relationship. That's why he felt as though he could do whatever to her with three women who uh-uh. refer to themselves as, get this, sister wives. So unique. Allegedly, Gloria, you are lying to me I'm on this good day. You, they saying he moved on and he moved one woman closer to him leading Crystal Renee to file for divorce. She was like, I'm not doing this no more. Like now you're not only are you cheating on me, but now you you being disrespectful and you bringing the in That's that Kendu Mary J. Blige stuff. Remember when Kendu brought that girl to L.A. when they moved to L.A. for a fresh start? Yeah, it's giving Kevin Hunter. It's giving we can name numerous guys that have done situations like this. Now, one of the women spoke up about him with the caption, I will eat his beep if he asked me to. Uh-uh. You take good care of me and my babies. And I sometimes can't believe you got me living my dream life. I would never thought I would be in the arms of the man I was in love with since I was a little girl. I used to dream of kissing those big, beautiful lips. LMAO. Then she posted a video with the caption, I'm outside with daddy, pound sign lay low, pound sign Neo. Well, that's not laying low. You just gave his name. Anyway, none of the other three women have spoken out yet. Uh, on these allegations or the other two. Do you believe that there's truth to these allegations or are these women just looking for attention? First of all, it sounds like he's sleeping with his fans. Giving. Second of all, the way that I am crafted, God didn't give me enough to have a sound mind here. When I tell you I will go ham, turkey, and cheese on everybody, I would be a whole fool. I mean, the airplane on the way in, Whatever new house you done put in, whatever car she in, her, them kids, I would go ballistic. In what world is this okay? In Neo's world. And to be honest, this is probably better for him. Obviously, he's not a faithful man. He's got caught cheating numerous times in this relationship and the last one. He does not need to be in a monogamous relationship or tricking anybody else to think they're in one either. So, okay, uh, I agree I'll with that. It. Yeah, I agree with that. But you know what? I'm going to take you all the way back in Undressing Room Podcast. You got my deep voice today, so you're going to get the real me. Okay. The other, uh, um, so Floyd Mayweather, when he decided that he wanted to date three women, he was dating my homegirl at the time. That was his girlfriend, right? Okay. So he came, he lived in a strip club, and he came to my homegirl and was like, look, I want two other chicks. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be equity across the board and take care of everybody. What you get, they get. What they get, you get. But I don't want to lie. I don't want to creep. I'm not trying to be on no sleazy stuff. And um, I don't want to feel like I'm talking to people and not being honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I want to have two other women. So my homegirl was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not about that. She left and flew back to Miami quickly. I and know then that's he, right. He flew three women in. And all Ooh. three of these women were complicit. And all three of these women, you know, now know them as very famous names in the business. Right. They have kids. They're with different men or whatever. But they were all down for it. And so all I'm saying is 
How you, what you want to do, sir? That ain't the problem. But you knew good and hell well she wasn't going to do that. So either decide that, like Diddy's new song, you got to move on and do that amicably and then go out and do what you're doing. But to mess it and muddy it when you have a brand new baby, you got sons, you got two other children by a beautiful woman who's moved on and y'all all in the same place. Come on now. I'm going to assume that the baby mom is one of the sister wives. Because... Who? One of the new baby mamas. The new. Oh. I'm gonna assume she's in the sister wife gang gang, and I maybe mean, not at it. though. Maybe she on the upper echelon. Maybe like you only a certain level if you got the kids. Well, that's true too. Well, I don't know if she's saying she's living her dream life and he's taking care of her. And she said, "My babies." So you, you is saw it the her plural. Baby? I saw babies. So are those his babies, her babies, whatever have you? You moved out to go take care of another woman and her kids. That's crazy to me. When but you have a beautiful woman who literally cooks, cleans, teaches them babies, them ABCs, runs them back and forth. She want to tell you she's so cool with her family, with his family. What are you doing? But that's not the full package for him because obviously he is not a man of one woman. This is something we've seen repeatedly with Neo. So it's either like you're going to accept him and love him with his flaws, which is a cheater, or you're going to move on. And that's what she's doing. These see, women the th the accept him for the cheater he is. So and he may not get the best quality women. Or that's maybe the problem. Or maybe That's the he problem. Will. We don't know. You, maybe you, you need know? better quality and you need a lot more secrecy. Not secrecy as if you gotta hide it from me. Okay. But just I shoot guns on the weekends, but I still don't walk around with my guns on my shoulders on a, on a weekday. Like, you don't have to know what I did then today. A little bit of discretion. Like Mr. Gray from um, Fifty Shades of Gray, Christopher Gray. He was all kind of freaking the sheets. But in the yeah. streets, he was a gentleman. He was buttoned up. Mm. He, I mean, like, Eva what about? Neo tried that. He did try to keep his vices inside. And what happened? Everyone Whoa. put him on blast. You know what I mean? Even though it's like y'all know But they that wasn't he, inside though. That's the problem. Let me tell problem. you something. I'm not married to Neo and I know Neo got vices. Like, so there's no way that Crystal could say she didn't know that he had vices. Stop. You might be getting lied to, but you're not dumb. Like, let's, right. let's be clear. Like she, she was definitely being lied to because she's definitely not dumb. But the sad thing is, is you actually believe the people you love and took vows you with do. you. But that's because so you they, want to believe them. Not because yes. you know that they're believable. It's because that's what you want to believe. So but, you, if you don't have that, then you don't have a relationship because all it, you, you, you wake up. There to is fight. no relationship. He you got a relationship with everyone. <sighs> he for the streets. He the streets. He the highways. <laughs> <laughs> for, for women, that's giving freeway. Well, let me tell you something, Crystal. Right now, is looking better than she has ever looked in life. She is beyond talented she's drop dead gorgeous when it comes to being a mom and a woman she got all of that so sorry for you bruh because she is a catch for anybody and she gets to her own bag so there's that sometimes that's not even that's not even what they're looking for he wants freedom that's obvious at this point like that's why he has these several different women he likes some sort of a commitment or some sort of a home but he likes freedom and at the end of the day if you love something I know it's easier said than done because she does love him. Freedom equals monkeypox to me. With this twin pandemic going on, it's giving me monkeypox. It's giving me, ooh, what is that? It's giving me, ooh, let me call my doctor, Dr. Collier.
Yeah, that That's might give a little more than that might give a little more than monkey pox. If you know what, what you I mean. thinking? Um, the incurable pox. If you know Ooh, the one that take that black pill. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. <laughs> oh my goodness just you know what it's just so sad when it comes to relationships especially when you know it could have been beautiful and it could have been forever yeah but what is forever are these hits the hits will live forever diddy and jermaine dupree they have an answer for trilla they have an answer for verses they got an answer for all of that so in 2020 Fat Joe asked Jermaine Dupree if he would do a versus with Diddy. Now, the internet has been asking for this for years because yes. if you think about, you know, the hits versus the hits, that is an all-night party. And mm-hmm. it looks like, L'Oreal, I Uh-oh. already know you, so I know you're going to be in the space to be. <laughs> it looks like it's going down. On a recent IG Live, Brother Love himself, Diddy, and Jermaine Dupree both agreed to do a hit-for-hit hit show in the A. But Woo! catch this. This is not going to be an official versus. This is just us. Diddy oh, versus said, is canceled, they said now. Yes, because versus of this big lawsuit going on between uh, Triller and... Um, Swiss and them trying to figure out where this money is at. Well, on a recent IG live, um, Diddy and Jermaine Dupree asked each other to go hit for hit on the show. And Diddy said, Look, JD, if you want it, you want that smoke, then you can get that smoke anytime. I mean, since we ain't effing around with you know verses no more, and since uh-huh. because they effing around with our boys, then we don't even need to go against each other. Let's come together. And let's do that bad boy so so death in Atlanta. And right. it ain't no verses. We just talking hit for hit. This is the best idea of 2020. Let me just say, when you get all the bad boy in Atlanta, and then you get so so death. I mean, I can see Brat Tat Tat and Judy right now pulling up in one of them Rolls Royce stocks. I'm pulling up with them. I'm gonna be in the back. Oh my goodness. This, I mean, think about all because this is not like a Jermaine Dupree versus Diddy. This is the whole so so deaf versus all of bad boy. I mean, total. I mean, I mean, shine shine came out on the beach. Big mace. We could go against Justin, not Justin Christian Combs. King Combs. (laughs) When I tell you, I mean, and then we can go. To, to R&B, Usher, you you petty, you petty. Being way inside, you talking escape, you talking brat tat tat, you talking yes. uh, Usher, Mariah, mm-hmm. One Twelve, Maze. Oh my God, I just didn't catch my breath, and I'm taking off the work the next day. You you know what I'm happy about though, Eva, because Diddy was I don't know where in planet Earth he was when he thought this. But he had actually said Jermaine Dupri wasn't big enough to be the person to go up against him, that he wanted somebody bigger. This was originally. Now, was that's when mess. he was he definitely wasn't everybody because he was like, oh, I'll be anybody in versus. And everybody kept saying Jermaine Dupri. Jermaine Dupri said he wanted to smoke. I spoke to Jermaine Dupri on the morning hustle show. He said he wanted to smoke and Diddy kept turning it down. And now. That Diddy got a new album, so he got to push that. Now R&B is dead, and now he wants to battle Jermaine Dupree. You're not well, slick, see, Diddy. See, not this slick. is the thing. Diddy songs 
no collabs versus JD songs, no collabs. I don't mean like Diddy with Mary and Diddy with Mason, Betha. I mean like just Diddy. And then JD, like not Usher, not Brett, not Mariah. Who and both of them would be crickets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> then nobody would be watching. <laughs> so the point being, it's always going to be about the whole crew. And that's the beauty of, to me, of Black music and the way we have really done East, West, North, and South. You can't think of Fat Joe without thinking of Remy Ma. It's like, it's the, it's the, it's the squad. Right. Individually, they're dope, but it's so much... So much beauty in the unity. So I can't wait to see, you know, bad boy. Because who you going to root for? I mean, you know, I'm New York all New York day. All, I, I mean, I love Brat, though. So that's something that will kind of just make Ooh. me cheer for them. You uh, get them sure. It's, it's, and, it's and Brat, Pat, Pat, I love the whole gang over there. But, you know, Brat is family to us. So it's a little different. But I'm not going to lie. Bad boy is my childhood. Like, bad boy is like total is total. my child. I, but I escape. Perform, can't you see for the the talent show with two of my other friends? You know what I mean? So I got to, and Big is my favorite rapper. So I, I'm going to have to go bad. Oh, Ma Mary's Ooh. my favorite singer. So I'm going to have to go. I, I'm going to pick Mary over Mariah. And I'm not saying she could sing better because we know that ain't the truth. All but, I want to say is get y'all booster Mary. shots and get y'all vaccinations because it is going down. Welcome to Atlanta. Hey. It's going to be the bad boy for life versus so, so deaf. Oh, my God. They might even bring out some, like, outcasts. You might get a little stank on you. You never know. You never but know. But they got to end it with the welcome to Atlanta remix where Puff was on top of Madison Square Garden. Now, you want to hear the craziest thing? Because obviously what? I did music before. We yeah. was trying so hard You still to do music and you're going to still be a huge star do, and I'm going to be in your music still, video. I do still do music. I'm going to be in your music we, video. We got to talk about that another time. The homegirl link up. No, cool. but I, look, Eva, this is how serious it was for me. I thought about bringing a ladder to Madison Square Garden and jump running on top of it. And I'm like, as long as we get the shot, we planned it out and everything. I had a whole crew. They was like, I'm like, yo, crazy. they can arrest me. As you long crazy. as I get the shot, I don't <laughs> care. Right? But I... I didn't want to go to jail for real. I was full of crap. So I know. No, no, you know, <laughs> you go to jail with edges, you come back snatched. Please don't go to jail the way your hair is set up. No, Lori, you didn't see that bad picture. You didn't I see that see bad it. picture with what? the girls and they had the badonka donk donk out. Yo, they look good. See? Sis, whoever working in the cafeteria right now, mama, they out there kicking it. You would fare well as a person. I think your spirit would get along with Rikers, but I think the way, like, I know you, and there is no sushi in Rikers, so you're going to uh -uh. get real. When That's they hit work. you with that fish stick, you're going to get real I'm going to be gunner. I'm going to be two pounds then. <laughs> it's not going to go down. Now, I do need everybody to understand what you what's going on. You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Do yourself a favor. Go on over and check out our personal Macy's shopping page. It's super easy. Go to Macy's.com slash the undressing room and we were just talking about biggie who your favorite his daughter is in the news i know you got the skinny on that what's going yeah. on yeah 
Which I love her. That's like my little, like, I love her. That's my little boo right there, Tiana Wallace. Well, she basically shut the internet down the other day when she decided to post her million-dollar bail for her million-dollar boo, okay? So he ain't had a million dollars, but his bond actually was a million dollars. So she put up her $1.5 million home. Now, this is not only her boyfriend, he's also her child's father. She recently had a daughter and uh, he's the father of that child. Now, he was arrested after attempting to flee a routine traffic stop due to a suspended license. So he was sitting there. He was illegally parked at an intersection and he has like a loud exhaust, dark tint. So the cops came up to him and he did provide them with whatever was necessary. Unfortunately, when they were on their way back, they was like, listen, step out the car. And when he heard that, he took off. Now, when he took off and they realized he had that suspended license, he took off and actually ran over three people or hit three people, I should say. Those three people was a mother, her child, who was only two years old and a delivery person. Now, um, he kept it moving. And six days later, he finally surrendered to the police because they had pictures of the car. They had everything and they were looking for him. Now, day after arraignment, Tiana posted the million dollar bond by putting up, like I said, her one point five million dollar Brooklyn home. And then he was released. Now, would you post your significant other or friend's bail if it was a million dollars. So Mike's or uh, your your close friend, me, or, you know, yep. Shanika, yep. would yep. you post that million dollars, even if it was a case like this? Well, see, this is the thing. You are presumed innocent until found guilty. So presumption of innocence is that's one of the things that we are not given. Yeah, but even in the video, you never know. The man might have had a seizure, might have had something that made that leg true. go down. My husband, defense attorney. So true. For me, it could have been something, something could have fell hot on your lap while you were in the car and it ended up making you, what happened happened, but the difference between it being murder or vehicular manslaughter or whatever it is, money is a means to an end. The only reason I have money is so that I can make things happen. It's sitting in my bank account is beautiful, but it's for when you need something. It's for when we want to go somewhere. So if I have the means to and it's a no brainer. You lock my husband up, uh, get ready to let him out and get some hand sanitizers. Cause we got all that bail. Yes. Yeah. I am paying it. Yep. I'm paying it. Yeah. I, I feel like the only way that you're not paying it is if you don't love that person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're going to put your arm up, your leg up, your this, your that. But I mean, if you got a call that- right now, low, and it was like, okay, so even not on the podcast, cause they got her locked up in Fulton County. Her bail is $50,000. We can't find Mike. I already know you up there. One time I didn't, though. I, and I will say um, I was just starting out in my career and I had a mm. friend that was looking at my my outside, you know, what was going on around me. And I was dating a guy that had a good amount of money, but it was a street dude and it was street money, you know. So and she got a lot. I remember this story. Yeah, she got yeah. She you needed think, that money. Yeah. You think you got a lot of money till you got to pay to connect. And then you don't have none, right? So she hit me for like 20 racks and it was just something that I didn't have. So I had to say no, you know. And Was uh, it a Friday? Because if it was a Friday, she had to stay there till Monday. Don't oh, ask no, me Oh, no, it was worse. It wasn't even, and it was like a Brittany Griner situation. <gasps> yeah, but I didn't have it. Like there was nothing I could do. And he was my new boyfriend at the time. So he wasn't finna give me $20,000. She was but, out the country, sis? Yeah, and she didn't even know him. So there wasn't even no way he was going to be like, here, 
you know, let me just help your friend. So it was, I was like, yo, I have something on it. Don't get me wrong, but can you rally the troops and get oh, other that's people? that's nice, to... though. You got, you gave some. Yeah. I mean, you gave what you could No, she, she ended up being like, nah, don't even worry about it. So I don't know if it was Oh, because... she found the money? No, I don't know if it was because maybe she couldn't find the rest of it or she decided she, because either way, she was going to have to go back and do the time. So maybe she just looked at it like, let me just do the time and get it out the way before I cost everybody money. Because you wasn't yeah. getting that money back. This wasn't America. So the money was just going to be done. <sighs> okay, so you repose another question. Now, yeah, that's a little and, different. And, yeah, that's a different question yeah. because, you know, you put your million-dollar house up. You know that you're, you're – I know you're going to end up going to court. You're not nice. going nowhere, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not going nowhere. And the, 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 moment, the difference between you being able to go at home, go home, shower, use that – purple shampoo for your beautiful hair make sure that tone <laughs> stay right and you know I'm not what you're used to I know the life that you're used to and so mm -hmm. dealing with that kind of stress on top of the conditions and with the presumption of innocence still there I'm not leaving you in jail but if we out the country and I'm not getting this money back you're not getting it back I got to talk to the lawyer first. Yeah, we got to see something else because I don't know about it. I don't know I don't about know. that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why you got to choose books. your friends wisely. Like, And is this a person that does this or is this somebody that really fell into a situation that was beyond them? Because that's the difference, too. She was yes. doing things that would have landed someone in that position. You know what I well, mean? Well, it, it doesn't sound like it, though. Like, whatever the warrant is, this sounds like, honestly, it sounds like a fluke situation. I must say, I have been at, like, say, the corner driving, right? And you're supposed to turn right. And you didn't notice somebody in the crosswalk or they oh, yeah, hopped yeah, yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? And by the grace of God, like, you hit the brake real fast and you didn't end up hitting them or something. But the likelihood of something like that happening is not unlikely, especially New York City, especially with all the traffic. You, I mean, t they were not in a crosswalk. Two seconds later, the lady that was behind a car is pulling up through with a stroller. Like, how are you supposed to see that if you are too preoccupied? So that's why I would play up. I'm, Tiana, you did your thing. Yeah, and then, she, I'm pretty sure you panic. Like, if the first exactly. thing you hear is like, you panic and you just drive. I'm pretty sure the only, okay, and, and, and I know these people have families and obviously they're very in, seriously injured right now, but like, yes. ultimately, if I'm thinking about my loved one, a, a guy with a brand new baby is not going to be like, oh, there's a baby, let me run it over. Like, exactly. I it wasn't on purpose. It was an accident. I think it was just a go. Like, oh, they're coming to lock me up. Go. I mean, what he did was hands down completely wrong. But I don't think there was a moment in his spirit where he thought about let me go and, and, and hurt somebody and hurt these mm -hmm. people. Nah, I couldn't imagine that. And then for him to surrender. Like, if he did want to do that and that was his intentions, no way. He would have been on a run still to this day. She that wouldn't have $2 million dollar house money, they would have been... In the Bahamas. They would have been somewhere that wasn't here. That's for good damn exactly. sure. You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the Undressing Room. What's going on, Eva? So let's talk about what's going on with the one, the only, the beautiful Meg The Stallion. Now, she recently did an interview. And I remember when Meg first stepped on the scene, one of the things that I knew about her was that, yeah, she was a dope rapper. 
But she was drop dead gorgeous. She was still in college and she had just lost her mother. Mm-hmm. And to see somebody with all of that going on with the rising star, it just made me really zero in and focus on the greatness that is her. So Meg did a recent interview and she spoke about how much it hurts for her not to have her mother with her to be supportive and to be her cheerleader. But she also knows that uh, she shares an opinion. Listen to this audio. I really realized that my mama was really driving a car for a long time. Like, I didn't even have to think about too many things when my mama was with me. I feel like it's just recently that it's clicking to me. Like, who can I ask anything to? Like, first of all, because I still don't want to put people in my business. Like, when I'm going through something personal, I'm like... I just got to pray because I don't even know who I can ask. Like, who can I ask about this situation? Like, and who do I trust? When I would do something good, my mama could say good job. I feel like by now I would have been able to, like, get my together when I talk about my mama. But every time I talk about my mama, I cannot hold it together. And she was just so cool. And I just trusted her so much. And her pen just meant so much to me. And I just feel like when she would say I did a good job, it would feel like, okay, I did that. I did a good job but now when I do it's like okay like what's next because I don't know if I'm doing that good of a job and I feel so bad for Megan I feel like it really paints like what she's been going through and how hard people have been on her and what they don't realize is that I know Meg never went anywhere without her mother her mother was a rapper first so she taught her a lot of what she knew And Mm. she managed her and she, you know, did everything with her mom. And what I do believe happened with Meg was she was at a point in her career where it started taking off when her mother died, even though they worked so hard for it. And it happened when she passed that she really took off. I feel like she just buried herself in the work and in the music and in everything. And you're going to I feel like she's going to cry forever every time she mentions her mom. But she never took the time to grieve. You know what I mean? We just seen Meg just keep going and drinking and certain instances or situations that I'm pretty sure she's in right now. Maybe she wouldn't even been in had she took some time to really grieve and, and to heal. And obviously healing is, you're not going to completely heal, but like that, that was, I can't even imagine. My heart breaks for her. I mean, imagine it's like and it and it can't even compare to that it's like when you go out into the world and all these people tell you you're beautiful and you really only want to hear it from that one person right or you know the whole world said oh my god that was so good it's such a good job it don't matter until your mother says it like when my mom calls me after watching my show or watching something that i did or anything and she goes Eva, oh my God, that was, I I mean, I am so proud of you. It is better than any award. It is better than the fattest check. It is better than a head nod or recognition from the biggest star. Because that's why you do it. You do it because there's that little girl in you that always wants that validation from your mommy. And so to see her at such a... a high level in her career, having done so well, having broken so many barriers and to have all the money and to look over and your mommy not there. I can't imagine that. I don't even like to talk like I'm so funny about this because like I don't like to talk about anything to do with like my mother or her not being here because like my mother, she survived from breast cancer and like my dad, like he passed and like 
I had like a weird relationship with him. So like my mother is kind of like all I have. Like my grandparents mm. been gone. My like I have uncles, but like it's literally just my mother. You Your know mama I mean? beautiful too. So, and I, I love my mom. Thank you. And I, but but one thing I will say is like sometimes I have to check myself because my mother lives really close to me, and it like sometimes I'm like, oh my god, it's like I'm 12 still. Like I got rules. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't. But it's like because she's right there. Sometimes it's overwhelming. But then like whenever I hear things like this, I, I check myself on my own. I'll be like, mm -hmm. yo, you need to be grateful because that she even is that much like what whatever overbearing at sometimes because there's some people that would love to say two words to their mama and they can't you know what I mean so um I would definitely say cherish your time with your parents whether you got a good relationship or not because even like when my dad everybody would tell me like yo you're gonna regret it because he was sick for a long time so like mm -hmm. I knew you know eventually but it was like, everybody would tell me like, yo, piece it up. And I did try, but like, it just didn't work out that way. And yeah. I do like, I would always say like, I'm not going to regret it. He was so mean. He said, he's this, he's that. I'm never going to regret it. I'm never going to regret it. And it don't matter whether it's one year later or 15 in my case, you know, that I'm like, damn, they was right. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would, but you can't take it back. So at the yeah. end of the day, you know, love on your people, love on your family, especially. And no matter how big you get in, you know, whatever your respective career is, Fortune 500 company, you got your own business, you're a big accountant. Yeah. At the end of the day, all of this stuff, it really, because uh, I'm back at home right now and I'm doing one of those reconnect, remind you what it's all about moments. Right. And all the rest of this stuff, it's fun, but it's like the playground. It is not yeah. really what it's all about. And if you are blessed enough to still have your family, if you're blessed enough, know that the biggest celebrities are wishing to have the simplest things that you have. The mm -hmm. people out here you see on the cover of all these magazines, Meg, what she would get to have her <laughs> mama standing backstage. So I bet you she would give up her whole entire career. Everything, everything. So cherish what you got and 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 look at this glass a little more um, optimistic in life because you've got things that are priceless. Though people have things with big price tags. Mm-hmm. Woo, we done got deep. We done, we done not even girl, under, we done went deep, deep. Okay, Ooh. shout out to all the mamas out there, though. The mamas, mamas, baby mamas, mamas. <laughs> mamas, mama, yes. <laughs> now, can I get in to see if somebody's uh, baby daddy is up in your <laughs> DMs? Daddy, because daddy. they be flagrant. I need to know what is going on in L'Oreal's DM right now. Because it's a summer switch. We're getting into the fall season. We are literally, like, tiptoeing up, like, into cuffing cuffs. Season? Cuffing season. Yes, you I hope I got a different glow on me that says leave me alone because I want to I'm already might be cuffed. But I will you, say is that is that the I glow? Didn't say, no, 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 no. Not like soon. But is like that. The, I, this just in breaking news. Jinx anything. OK, we're not jinxing anything, but whatever has happened, I am loving the happy that is inside you because it is exuding to your pores and giving a glow that silky here. Thank I like you. the little um, python print you got one of that. You're giving me all the Thank feels, you. friend. I'm like walking around with like heart eyes. Like, let me see your wrist. Let me see if you cuffed. I'll see. Oh, well, you know, I got the Van Cleef. Let's do this. Those, uh, those my Van Cleef. That's cuff. a cuff. <laughs> that's a cuff. <laughs> I 
Okay, so I do want to really quickly uh, shout out somebody that is a new fan to the show, High Maintenance Inc. She said that she uh, was going to slide in my DM because she just started listening to the Undressing Room podcast. She nice. said she wanted to see who I was, what I look like. She said she's a new fan. So oh, big good. shout out to her. She said she loves how real we are on this podcast and she loves the opinion. So keep them coming. So shout out to her because I always also love when... Uh, our, our listeners show love to us. So that's yes. really dope. Now, I wanted to know if you thought that this was creepy because it happened to me two different times. So I'll read them back to back. Okay. So I was in Jamaica this past or a week or two ago and um, a guy reached out. And then I was also in a restaurant here, mm -hmm. here in Atlanta. And apparently somebody decided to slide in my DM them too. So tell okay. me if you think these are creepy or if these are just like normal when you see somebody and just kind of miss them. So the one guy said, I'm not trying to sound creepy, which starts off creepy already. <laughs> like whenever you say that, it's like I am being creepy, FYI. So yes. uh, I ain't trying to sound creepy, but I follow you and I'm in the grill as well. What is the vibes for tonight out here? I'm trying to link. Now that was one. Okay. Now, uh, but look at this one. So this guy was apparently, and I was in a uh, restaurant called Rocksteady. You know Rocksteady. Yeah, love Rocksteady. So he hit me and he said, the big head dude won't stop talking to you in Rocksteady. <laughs> he messed up my shot. Like what? Uh, first no, of all, I don't even funny. remember a guy talking to me in Rocksteady. <laughs> no big head guy. Uh, whoever this big head guy was. Yeah, L'Oreal, guys try to holler at you all day, so you would not remember him. Yeah, but don't you, do you think that this is weird that you're sitting right there and you decide to DM me? That was funny. That was, the, I'm sorry. The big head funny. guy is all in, the, all in the way. I can't shoot my shot. That was funny. I thought it was funny too, but I was like, oh, you're a coward too because you didn't come over to me, so I can't rock with that. I need well, somebody with some little bit, you know, with a little bit of... Well, you got to think about it, too, though. I'm not mad at the boy who chose not to shoot his shot and send him the message instead because, I mean, you got to wait for your turn. And just True. because he's there and he's in around your space does not mean he deserves to be in your space. And you got to mm -hmm. wait till opportunity avails himself, itself. And if you are holding court with somebody else, he wouldn't want someone to come in and shoot their shot in the middle of conversation. So I, re I appreciate the respect, but I think it's hilarious. He wanted to make sure he commemorated the moment <laughs> by sending you that message. He went in on the dude for no reason. He threw him under the bus. What if that was my husband? I would have been mad as hell like, yo. Really? really? I like him. And he likes good food because he was at the spot we like. So I'm that not going to lie. You might, you might be on to something there. Now, then it's uh, always somebody takes it too far, right? Uh -oh. Like you, you always give somebody an inch. They take a whole yard. So uh, first he said, you have an amazing look and a lot of flavor. Just wanted to show you love. Okay. okay. That's fine. I like that. It's true. No then cap. he says, Soon as I get wealthy, I'm going to come and spoil you. You're the first on my bucket list. So I'm like, that's okay. That's not bad. Then he said, how big of a bag do I have to drop to sleep with you? Oh, okay. That's bad. He he slow rolled that thing. From the window okay. to the floor. To the and step on your ass. Like, to what drop down my ass. Oh, listen. Sorry. Why would he think this? The second one wasn't bad, though. The second one wasn't bad because that sometimes these, the, you know, these men think that, just because they're a man and that you're a woman that you you could have anything. So the idea, like, let me go and bring something to the table. Let me go pull up a little bit. Then but I'm then come he really back. brought the bag to the table and now we're disrespected. 
<laughs> well, now he want to know like, um, how much do I need to withdraw? Because now it sounds like you're like you're trying to proposition. It's giving so, prostitute. It's, it's it's giving tutu. It's giving you work at club eating. It's giving the ranch. What's the name of the ranch? The bunny ranch. The bunny giving, ranch. I'm not. I don't work. You don't there. work there. I don't work there. I work at Macy's. No. They don't do hairs like that. <laughs> yeah, right. You shop at Macy's. They don't sell those clothes. They don't sell those clothes at Macy's. Get the hell out of here. I blocked him. Like, I you got had three to. levels in your uh, your DMs. You got can you like a, a, that? Yes. They went there. You said you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I listen to this every week. It's the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. If you want to slide into L'Oreal's DM, please do me a favor and do so. This is not normally what I'm supposed to say, but I enjoy <laughs> her DMs so much. Shout out to the new listener. Thank you, yeah. sis. You know, we ain't right. We ain't wrong. But we do think and feel how we feel. But if you yeah. do want to slide in my DM, it's at Starring L'Oreal, S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. And we'll definitely read you trying to shoot your shot. Male, female, husband, wife, blood, crit. We take them all. We take them all. <laughs> Vice Lord, Gangsta Disciples. <laughs> gang, gang, gang. We do have the wildest and funniest um, question to undress. Now, oh Lord, why do you think that older men go after younger women? I have my reason. Ooh, okay. I cannot wait to tell my reason. But okay. this woman shares her take. Listen to this. A lot of grown men date young girls to avoid that grown woman pressure. See, every man want to believe that he's an alpha man until it's time to do what alpha men do, like provide, protect, produce. So when that grown woman put pressure on that wannabe alpha man, who's usually a weak man, he runs to a weaker woman. The woman that he can control her mind. The woman that self-esteem is low. The woman he can manipulate, use, and abuse. Yes, that woman. See, ladies, you could be too much for a man. You could be too independent. You could be too accomplished. You could be too established. You could be too confident that you have to send that man back to the basic women that they're comfortable with. And when you finally let that man go, you will realize that he had absolutely nothing to offer from day one, only lies and disappointments, which means that you had everything he wanted. He had nothing. Oh, that was me, That, but, uh, but my voice girl, sounded different. Girl, we could go ahead and just stop the show right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have nothing else to say. Girl, when Drops I tell mic. you... Queen, mother, whoever you are, goddess from above on this earth that we dwell. You are the spirit animal of all us independent women. You are the answer to T.D. Jakes' craziness. You are the one, sis, at the end of the day. These men in their late, in their early 50s, men, because the 40s still try to play with yeah. the young ones. Yeah. But it, uh, you know, in their age range. But it's when they have realized they have cracked over that 50 mark. They got money in their pocket, but don't nobody want them. Love. What do you mm -hmm. do with that? So, And they don't want you because you at 50, at 53, at 55, mm -hmm. have still yet to figure out your personal maturity. You took two things from the key of life that they taught you, which was to get money and to shave. You did those two. But Ooh. as far as finding maturity, being a actual man, which means reciprocity, which means that same ear you want her to shut up and use to listen, you need to learn that ear and learn how to shut up and listen. That same consideration you want her to have for when you walk into the house after work, you have to have for her when she walks into the house. Come on now. Equity across the board. A lot of these men, they don't want that. That's why you want a lesser woman so that you can do lesser things because God forbid she come to the table with a bank like your bank, with provisions like your provisions. 
So now it's not the money we need from you. It's the actual consideration. It's the actual holding my hand. It's the actual encouragement and advice. And a lot of y'all, sweetheart, y'all ain't got that. Y'all got exactly. money. Exactly. That's because it. That's it. Stripping that away, you have almost nothing. And most people, that's why they lead with it so hard because they know that they have nothing else to bring to the table. It's the money. You want to be flashy. You want to throw money at people and and do things like that. I mean, in desperate times, a lot of people do that. Yep. You know what I mean? A lot of people use money or this and that to, to go over somebody. But when it comes to needing somebody that's your equal and it doesn't have nothing to do with money, they can't meet up to the table when it comes to that kind of stuff. Nope. So I feel those guys that go out and find the women that are not as mature, that'll let different things slide, that look at him like he really knows what he's talking about because he's older. They crave that because it's some sort of like an affirmation for them to know and that they... And they're not well endowed, let's just say it. Come on, and that too. Let's that too. I mean, it's the Undressing Room podcast. It's our show. Most of these men out here leading with money and that need young girls nine times out of 10 are immature personally and not well endowed because exactly. if you were, we would deal with a lot more. We stuff would deal. We you. would put up with and a lot you more slanging, but you're not. So you get your big car so that that could be your big blank energy. Because and it's the you're... worst sitting down with a grown doofus. Like I, like I dated a bimbo before, and he was like fine and everything. And I thought, you know, we've had conversations, and I'm like, no, I really like this guy. And then when I started actually dating him, I'm like, this is the same conversation we had day one. Like you don't have no substance. Like you don't. There's nice. nothing more to you but then right here, like your mm -hmm. looks and your one half a conversation that you probably got all the girls with, with this and then that's it you don't that's know all. nothing business wise i can't bounce ideas uh when it comes to serious matters but see, that's the fight though l'oreal if you really look at the dating landscape in the dating world and they're saying like there aren't any good black men out there there aren't any good black women no they're both they're amazing black men and they're amazing black women that's right. the problem is is black women have stepped up and what we require of a man is not just a flashy car in a paid off condo. Mm -hmm. So our requirements have gone up because our standards have gone up because we've leveled up. So we out here, but bruh, that's not enough. And that's why these older men, when they see women like us in our late thirties and our early forties, mid forties that are doing it for themselves, they don't even want a woman whose brain has actually gotten to the place no, of proper don't. development mm -hmm. like ours have. They want a young girl that eats cereal on the bed, waiting for you to come home, asking they need get your nails money. Like That's I went right. to go change my phone the other day, and this guy was like, "Your nails look great. How much are they?" Because I just gave my girl money for her nails. I was like, "What? Listen, wh wh where are they doing that? That is a child thing. That's why they date young very girls. Very childish. Very child. Yeah, because nail money is gonna move her, and I need mortgage uh, down payment." On a house money. And so I need new land money because my house I is paid off money. money. Let's go. I need land money. And then we could do this together. I don't even need you to do the whole thing. And, that, and that's why you can't get me because you can't move me with the money because I got my own. No, because she got run flat tires. She a different kind of girl. They don't you know, get, though. You they get what I'm saying. They and they know. always got a nail in them. Look, look, and I know. No, no, no. They run flat. You got that they, good they road side. Run, no. You got they, that good road side. <laughs> 
Yo, you're crazy. So look, if they want to send us a question to undress, what do they got to do? Oh, it's super duper simple. That was our final question to undress. And if you would like us to undress your final question, do us a favor. Go on over to Instagram. Go to The Undressing Room Podcast and DM us. And boom, super easy. That's your way to be featured. Lo, who are they listening to? They listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by, you already know, Macy's. Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at macy's.com slash the undressing room. We're going to get out of here, right? We do. Bye. Gotta go. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.